witch. I'm not a witch. Uh, but you are dressed as one. They dressed me up like this. <laughs> and this isn't my nose, it's a false one. Will? Well, we did do the nose. The nose? And the hat. But she's a witch. Yeah. Did you dress her up like this? No! 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 no. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, a, bit. Yeah, yeah. A, bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. She has got a wart. What makes you think she is a witch? Well, she turned me into a newt. A newt. I got better. Burn her There are ways of telling whether she is a witch. Tell me, what do you do with witches? Burn her and what do you burn apart from witches? More witches! Wood! So, why do witches burn? Because they're made of wood. Good! <laughs> tell whether she is made of wood. Build a bridge out of her. Ah, but can you not also make bridges out of stone? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, does a wood sink in water? No, no. No, it floats. It floats. Throw her into the pond. <laughs> what also floats in water? Bread. Apples. Uh, very small rocks. Cider. A great gravy. Cherries. Mud. A churches, churches, lead, lead, a duck. <laughs> exactly. So, logically, if she weighs the same as a duck, she's made of wood. And therefore, a witch! A witch! A Do you think Ava listened to our handiwork after after that little? Favorite? I don't know. After that little favorite and that little retweet. Yeah, I didn't know, but the fact that she even acknowledged our existence—that was—I I always dig that, man. She's so amazing. Right? Did, yeah. did I did I get to tell you that I got to talk to her at TIFF? Which time? This last time. Oh yeah. This last year, I she was there for. Um, uh, five nights in Maine because mm-hmm. uh, she's a producer and uh, but she was just like she was just like sitting in the house like she didn't even go up on stage or anything like that and I went over to say hey and, and yeah. thank her because she had like tweeted me some stuff back around the time of Selma yeah. and she's like oh yeah I remember you and so yeah, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's uh, I, I like to fancy that I drift my in and out of Ava's orbit right? yes. and even if I don't it's, it's my little oh, but I think it's also she doesn't get hassled that much in public like for people like us we know yeah, who yeah. she is and we'd recognize her but right. it's not like people are running up to her on the street no no welcome to wherever you are my name is ryan mcneil in toronto canada you are listening to episode 153 of the matinee cast it's the movie loving podcast of my movie loving website thematinee.ca your home for cinematic passion and perspective uh, today dear listeners we have the second half of a nice little marvel team up that has uh, occurred over the last few weeks because um Earlier on this week, I went on a podcast called uh, In a Tip, Hooray for Everything, uh, and there was free free booze. That was that was I, I, that's that's why the beer is here. By the way, I was like, I can't not reciprocate the favor. Um, indeed, where uh, the voice you just heard and the, and the co-host of In a Tip uh, declared me one of her favorite white people, which I then got home and I said that to my wife. She's like, you're not even one of my favorite white people. <laughs> so you know, my ranking in, in the seating order is, is in dispute. 
Um, but I'm happy to have you here, <laughs> for sure. Um, her work can be found at inatiff.com. Patula Neal is here. How are you tonight with your mouthful of uh, some beer that will not be names because they're not paying me? Yeah. Oh, and I'm great and happy to see you. Delicious beer. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You got you got a party to go to, so I'm just trying to like get yeah. you get you a few rounds in, get you warmed up, so you can just like walk in and just be the life of the place. Well, I'll try, but I don't know if I'm gonna have more fun there than I'm already having with you. Oh well. Stop it. <laughs> On episode 153, we will be discussing The Witch. We will be doing uh, a, a, another conjoined version of the other side, but first we need to learn more about Tula. This is Know Your Enemy. So, P first appeared on episode 131, where we talked about Jupiter Ascending. Her, We learned then that the first movie she'd seen, or some of the first movies she remembered seeing, were Gandhi and Out of Africa. The last film she'd seen at the time was I Know That Voice. The worst film she'd ever seen was Howard the Duck, and nobody has tried to talk me into seeing it since. I'm calling that a win. Yay! The unseen classic or essential is uh, Avatar, and did you ever take the bait? Nope. Nope, still? Okay, cool. I like that. And the film that she wished she'd made was Pulp Fiction. Time for round two. Darling, what is the film you like that nobody else does? Well, it's Untamed Heart. And I don't know if no one likes it, but... The one about the horse? Not a lot of people saw it. It was a... That's Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. I'll be fine. Don't mind me. This is a a Christian Slater-Marissa Tomei joint. I do do remember it. I don't even remember what year it's from, but I just... That movie was my equivalent of sitting in the dark listening to the Sarah McLaughlin song. I would just <laughs> watch it and weep. And it was not... My logical part of my brain knows it wasn't the best movie. It wasn't the best messages even about how to properly cultivate a relationship with a woman you're interested in. Mm-hmm. His character is basically a stalker. Um, there's a lot of troublesome things about just you know the role of women and relationships but the core relationship I it really I found it very sweet it was great performances they do use the song nature boy it's sort of played at a couple points throughout the movie okay. and as soon as I start hearing those the opening strings I just you're, you're gone just weeping and uh, I just watched that thing over and over again it was at a time another movie came out shortly I think after Bed of Roses yeah. that was kind of similar almost as depressing but not quite that's the other yeah. one I get it mixed up with yeah. all the time is he sick in that movie it's, it's, he's, he's sick in Untamed like, Heart yes. right okay in, in, yeah. in Untamed Heart he has a heart condition like that's the okay that's right. Oh, and they go to watch hockey too. Oh my god, I'm remembering this movie way too much. <laughs> Are oh, you shit? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it gets in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, now why that one though? Like okay, so I know why nobody else. I know why few people like it. Like, yeah. have you met somebody who else who digs it, and all of a sudden they're like a kindred spirit? No, it's just one of those things. Oh, you're watching that again alone <laughs> are you okay were you happy when dvds were invented because you were wearing out your tape yeah i don't know if it's on netflix yet though i haven't checked but you have a dvd of it don't yeah, you? yeah 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 Absolutely. of course yeah. um you know it's funny because when you mention it that way um in a hundred and some odd episodes of doing this show i i've asked people what their sick day movie is that we'll, we'll get to that when you come on for your third time later on this year but i've never asked somebody what their like bummed out Staying under the blankets, eating ice cream straight from the cart movie is. Uh, let's put a pin in that because I kind of feel like eating ice cream straight out of the carton is something I do to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, it's, it's all fun. Let's Don't say, get me wrong. You know, let's say like, bourbon straight out of the bottle. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but I mean, because like, that, that's the thing. Like you're, you're right. I tend to think of either, either one of two things. When, in, in that scenario, I tend to either think of music... Um, and just listening to the same album over and over and over, or just hitting repeat on the same song. Or I think of somebody passively just having noise in front of them. Like every time I think about somebody who's not in a good headspace and just wants to, you know, put something on, I always think of it's just, you know, they've got it on the friggin' on the shopping network or something like that. I've never actually thought to to consider it of, oh, you've got your bummed out movie. 
Um, but you're I, I, okay. I, the funny thing is, I don't have to ask you why nobody else digs it because I've seen it. It's you know what it is. It's it's just okay. And if you weren't there at the time, it doesn't land. Yeah, that, that's kind of what it that is. That was really the, the time for both Marissa Tomei and Christian Slater. Yeah, that yeah. was around their prime, but they were both seemed to be trying something slightly different with that one. Well, the, the cool thing about that is now they're entering this whole like second act of their career, right? Yeah. Like, like, did you see? Did you watch He's any Mr. Mr. Robot? Robot? Oh, I yeah, actually yeah. I watched Mr. Robot even before it was. This is what they did with that show. They put one episode for free on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Showtime released right. it. And I watched it. I was like, this show's awesome. Yeah. It's crazy. And then when it first started, it wasn't on like regular TV here in Canada. No, it was And not. I didn't want to go to the effort to acquire it. So now that it's start, I haven't finished it. I'm sort okay. of halfway through. Uh, we're we're going to have a conversation when you're available. done because that show, yeah. wow. Uh, okay, so then. And she's been on Empire. Yeah, she, well, yeah and, and well, she's, she's going to be in Spider Man. She's yeah. in May. Uh, what? I know. What is a movie that everybody else digs that you don't? And I'm not going to say everybody else, but I'm going to say a lot of the kinds of people we see at the meetup. Sure. We're really into Under the Skin. Was that the oh, Scarlett Johansson yeah. one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I walked out, and I almost never walk out in, you know, however many years ago in the festival. It's very rare for me to just leave. Because sometimes even the roughest movie, there's good moments in it. Mm-hmm. But I was just not having it. That's you know what? See, I, I almost want to call shenanigans on that answer because I swear to God that is that is a very love it or hate it kind of movie. We're with a certain class of idiot that loves it, and I'm said class of idiot. Um, but I know a lot. Like watching it, I'm like, I, I can totally see how a lot of people are going to despise this movie, and I can totally see how I can go on and on and on about how awesome this movie is and set someone up for just a tremendous fall um so okay so wait how far in did you get before you decided nuts to this do you even remember there was definitely a moment in a room that seemed to have no dimension and they the keep coming back to them. whatever yeah so i definitely saw that room at least once if not twice okay they go back a third time yeah the third time is kind of cool because actually you see what happens when the when the dude sinks but it's it's quick it's yeah. I, I can't i can't sit here and say to you you should watch it because then you'll see what happens. No, it's like a third, five second thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just I was not into it, and. But you're a sci-fi nerd. I know, and so I what just the hell? I could not get into it, and I don't know why. And a lot of the people that I know that liked it that year too, we saw a lot of the same movies, and we enjoyed those. But there was just something about that one I could just I couldn't hook into it. Yeah. I don't know why. Have you ever thought about going back to it? Or it's uh, just like, no? Okay. <laughs> who knows? Maybe I just need to be more rested. Because it was the early part of the week where sometimes, you know, I go a little balls out. Right. And, See, yeah. for me, it was the opposite. For me, that was the that was my closer. That was the oh. last one. I and, I and I dug it. But I mean, that was, yeah, that was a crazy one to close on. Yeah. Uh, I usually like to close on something a little bit more happy. Safe. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, that was my, and that was the thing. See, I th- actually, that's where I thought you were going. I thought you were saying you're going to say it was the last one you saw. No, out you go. I saw it the night of the meetup, so it would have been Monday or Tuesday. Uh, it was okay. really early in the week. But after I, you know, had probably a few four or five movie days and stayed out probably at least once or three times until some ungodly hour. So maybe it was just when I'm hitting that lull. It's usually Wednesday. I schedule like a down day or at least a wake up late day. But. Okay. So, yeah. all right, so in that case, I, I do suggest you check it out sometime when you're fully rested. Okay. Uh, but, you know, no hurry or nothing, because it is... So that, that or Avatar, if you could pick one of the movies that, that I've mentioned. Uh, well, Avatar in a theater in 3D. Okay. On your TV, no. Uh, but if, you know, if somebody's doing a proper screening of it, then yeah, sure. But um, I do believe that Under the Skin will work better at home. Um, you know, certainly when you could, like, fast forward. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, what is uh, what was the last film to make you cry? It's not so much a movie as that damn Cineplex commercial that they have before movies. Uh, I cry you, yeah, every wow. time, every <laughs> single time, and especially seeing something like that before Deadpool. It's like you're taking me out of the mind space I need to be in for this movie. So we should tell people because you know it's I, on YouTube. You can put a link in. Okay, so I will yeah. put a link in the show notes that you that you can check out this video and see it. But since Christmas time. The, the, I was going to say the major theater chain, pretty much the only theater chain left in Canada, runs before every single showing this little animated cartoon. I think it's like 60 seconds flat, maybe 90 seconds tops. It's very Pixar-y. Very Pixar-y, uh, very DreamWorks-y of a girl who has a snowman who tells her, 
who basically does little shadow play movies um, for her. And, and it's this little thing of enjoy your downtime. And that, that, that land, is, is there a moment where? Well, no, it's the, you're leaving out the part that's heartbreaking is when she shoves him in the freezer, freezer in the garage. Yeah. And as she grows up, eventually she stops taking him out every winter. Yeah. And he's left there alone for God knows how long, years. I was going to say, he's in, he's in there yeah. 10 years easy. Yeah. At and least. And then she remembers him, has yeah. a moment work where light shines through the snow globe, and <laughs> runs back and is there with what looks like her daughter. <laughs> yeah, it's good, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you, now, are you an easy mark? Like, are you an easy crier? Or? Uh, yeah. Really? In movies. Really? In movies. Okay. Yeah. Anything in particular? Like, okay, so is it like the heartwarming moment? Do you get caught up in the sad moment? Because that's, that's the thing. I, I got to kind of play this a little bit further because I don't usually have the answer of, you know, hey, Ryan, it's the... It's uh, a short you know, film. Yeah, it's the Coke <laughs> commercial going in. And it yeah, is a short film. It too, is. Yeah. It is a short film. It, I don't know. It's just any kind of emotional tug, the neglect, the sort of the sense of loss. I guess that's the part... Because I'm definitely I'm crying more for the snowman, right? 100. percent Than you are for the beauty of yeah, like, you know, watching watching a video with your daughter. Absolutely. Okay. I'm crying for the snowman who's oh, I'm just so happy that you finally hauled me he out. He was again. yeah, like he doesn't he yeah. doesn't throw her any shade. There's no no, he smiles. Yeah. He's got a bit more frost on him. If I were the snowman, I'd be stabbing her with my carrot nose. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like I'm so happy. I yeah, have, like throw the teddy bear. Yeah, you know? I have a purpose again. Yeah. Ugh, oh my god. god. <laughs> In the, <laughs> yeah, in the, so before every movie I've seen for the last three months, you're I've misty. been crying oh, at the beginning of it. Man. Yeah, you're gonna have great. to start going in late. I know, but I don't like to. I like to I be know. all settled. Well, and it's and it, that's the it's it's like it's the last a right thing, thing too. Like you got you know if you're yeah. if you're gonna skip that, you're missing trailers. Yeah, no, no. In the movie of your life, who plays you? Uh, I was actually thinking now, yeah, perhaps Michael B. Jordan. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I like this idea. Yeah. Um, He's a little bit prettier than me, but I think <laughs> he has good intensity, and he appears to be able to do a lot of different things. Yeah, you want him to, like, yeah. you know, invert the Tilda Swinton or the Kate Blanchett of, of... He wouldn't have to do that much. I mean, my hair's short. I get called Sir a lot in daylight, so really... No! Really? Really? Really. Oh, it happens. That so ain't right. It's just, well, it's the whole, you know, gender norm of having hair that's still going to take, I think, another decade before... If I you're in front care. of somebody, they don't. And my voice isn't that high. My voice, I still don't care. My voice has sounded like this since I was a little girl. People uh, would think there was a boy answering because imagine this on a six-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he could do it. Okay, listen. Yeah. Like the only excuse. Well, yeah, he could. The only excuse is like if somebody's like tapping you on the shoulder from behind. But no, but yeah. even no, no. I'm sorry. Even then, like unless you're wearing a coat that has like no shape to it. No. Oh, but sometimes people don't look below I, the neck. No. Like they, people, I think their mind fills in the gaps of what they problem, expect. This is their problem, not your problem. They're not the most observant people, obviously. No. I wouldn't um, want them to be an eyewitness in some sort of crime or anything. Yeah, I, I like this idea. You know, like we were talking on your show about like what kind of movies would you like to see i would totally like to see yeah michael j M michael j michael b jordan yeah you know pl playing a female character maybe finally get an oscar nomination he, he maybe well, you know like <laughs> if he fights he doesn't get it if he gets shot he doesn't yeah. get it and, i mean eddie he redmayne, eddie redmayne slide. got there another go. one for oh, the danish go. girls so why yeah, not yeah i uh yeah. no I'm, I'm i'm digging this you know michael b jordan in petula mm -hmm. loving it uh finally what are you watching next whiskey tango foxtrot Oh, that's with Tina, Tina Fey. Yeah. What is that about? I know the title uh, and I know she's in it. It looks like an Eat, Pray, Love, but more of a become a war correspondent instead of eat your way through countries. What? Yeah. So she, at least what I can see is from the trailers. Is this a real thing? I think it might be. So wow. it looks like from the trailers, at least, that she's uh, some sort of journalist and there's a breakup in her personal life at the beginning of the movie because there always is although who knows for the real person maybe it wasn't maybe they just wanted to change right. and it was it's a case of you know there's only so many jobs for journalists and she ends up going to some war-torn area okay but it looks a lot more comedic and probably more true to life in that to get an actual story you either have to be you know in danger of bodily harm yeah. or you're just sitting around with other reporters in the same zone getting hammered so yeah, or you know, you're probably all regurgitating the same story. Too. Yeah, that's that's so Martin Freeman's in it, and they actually have him looking kind of hot. I think he's the romantic interest for her character. Margot Robbie's in it, and uh, 
I'm probably going to see that next week. It's right before I go away for a few days to Vancouver, but I got uh, one of those random emails from the festival of, hey, if you RSVP to this, you'll get to go see this movie for free. So, oh, okay. I, you know what? I think I got that email, and yeah. I did not pay attention Sometimes to it Sometimes if you don't reply within the first half hour, like, all the tickets are gone. But, uh, yeah, so I'll be seeing that hopefully on Tuesday or Wednesday next nice. week, slightly before it comes out. Yeah, oh, it's in, okay, it's, yeah. in, it's out in March, actually. Yeah. All right, nice, nice. Um, I, yeah, you know what? I knew the title, and I knew she was in it, and that was all. I actually did find myself watching Eat, Pray, Love last week. Don't ask me why. Um, it was on, and I just kind of got sucked in by the food. Uh, but uh, that looks like a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, it's, it's kind of funny, because March, early March. It's a bit of a dry season. Uh, yeah, yeah. Almost like even, more than February, because they jump things that didn't quite make the cut for pre-Christmas in February, yeah. but March is... Not even great. just even just planning on what I was going to do with the next show was was kind of tricky for this. So now I may I may one see that mm. two make that the next show. So yeah. nicely done. Um, there we go. That's more about Tula, and you will learn more about her very quickly because we're going to have her back on the show in the summer. Yay! Uh, to talk about uh, Star Trek. Oh, the weather was nice today. It's much better. It than is. Last year. Like, like, it's like we're getting ready for summer, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, dra- I dragged you out on like the coldest day of the year. It was terrible. I know. I know. <laughs> and um, because of that, I, I, I gave you Maybe your uh, your pick yeah. on what you wanted to talk about. But for now, first, before we talk about anything, uh, you know, boldly going where no man has gone before. We need to talk about the new slang for this episode. The new slang for episode 153 is the witch. That it's strange. So strange. You got to pick up every stitch. You got to pick up every stitch. You got to pick up every stitch. Must be the season of the witch. The Witch is written and directed by Robert Eggers. It stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Innocent, Kate Dickey, and Harvey Scrimshaw. It's a film about a 17th century family of six that ventures out into the rural area surrounding their New England town to live in peace, free to worship as they please, and fend for themselves. However, not long after they arrive, things go south in a big old hurry when the eldest daughter, Thomason, that's Miss Taylor Joy, has the family's baby son seemingly snatched out from under her in a supernatural manner. Things unravel from there as food becomes scarce, accusations rise, and evil forces seem to be surrounding them. Talk soon turns to that of a witch haunting the family, leading fear and despair to slowly take over. Without getting ahead of ourselves, the Witch is sort of a story where things go very, very badly, very, very quickly. All of this leads, though, to the Patriarch declaring, we must find some light in our darkness. So, pop quiz, hotshot. Is that, perhaps, the role of horror films and gothic storytelling? That we look to embrace the light in times of darkness? I think this, like many horror films, was more about punishing women for sexuality becoming sexual objects it seemed like her her puberty was the point of where everything started to change okay and the witch just as a a woman who's doing something weird and maybe there was a, a real issue there maybe there wasn't this movie's based on stories and folk tales it seems like any kind of diverting from the norm, especially from women, is viewed in a way that leads to evil. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, some of the stuff with the brother, where his male gaze and the camera was going there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just felt like the more of that you got, the more they were let into. So, yeah, I mean, it could be about trying to find the light, but I just feel like most horror movies, whether it's you know a scream or. A, or this, there's, whether it's on the funny side, campsite, or the dark side, there's always some element of female sexuality. And I think It Follows obviously went the most directly with that line of thinking. Sure. Female sexuality sort of leading to all Kevin, bad Kevin things Kevin in the happening. Woods even had yeah. fun with it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, you know, it's, I, I hadn't thought about it that way. I, and now I probably, that's all I'm going to think about. Um, but it, it, it was... The, the idea of looking for light in the darkness, because 
for this family in this story, there's just nothing but darkness. Mm-hmm. That, that that was the thing that I thought was so crazy when when he says it. Like when the when the father in this family, um, what's his name, the Greyjoy soldier from Game of Thrones. Uh, I said it off the top of the show, but that, that that's actually one of the things I liked about this movie is that there's not really any names. Yeah, it's all just I wasn't know, distracted. Yeah, it's a bunch of character actors. Um, and uh, one, it's the the, the main uh, actress. It's her first one. It's it's one of her first like prominent roles. But he's saying we must look for light in the darkness when things are like going really really badly. And I, there's a lot of religious overtones to this movie, and I think that that's that that that's just got to be the thing that pulls most religious people through. Is no matter how shitty. This is going. We have to remain positive and stay upbeat. Yes, like, have faith. When yeah. something bad happens and he just says, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Don't mention it." Yeah, Let's and I'm like, just "Keep it moving." How? Like, there is, like, you want a moment of light? There is none. What's your moment of light? That the sun came up the next day? That you know that? That you're still above ground. I guess. I guess. Um, now, I actually watched this for the second time last night because I saw it back at TIFF. Um, uh, what did you uh, did you saw for the first time this weekend, right? Yeah. Okay, so how did it work for you? Normally, not a huge fan of horror. Uh, my friend Mike, the aforementioned one of the favorite white people mm. that we talked about on our podcast. Can I get he... a, like a membership card or something? <laughs> I I think I might have to give you another, okay. like a ranking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go go. Uh, he loves horror, so I see. I've seen a couple things based on his recommendation, mm-hmm. but it's not. I'm not a rumor. Toronto after dark fest kind of person so what I did appreciate is that it was very simple stripped down you know I do like when the actors are capable when you have what this movie had which is a lot of tight close shots of faces and reactions to things you can sort of see the wheel spinning because there isn't a lot of dialogue it's not yeah you know Tarantino-y there isn't a lot of chatter which there wouldn't have been. No. So you get just this one environment. It could have almost have been done as a play. Yeah. And the family interacting with each other in their environment. So those, the way it was staged, I guess, that I enjoyed the, the performance from the main daughter. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I wasn't expecting it. The brother Caleb, he's a little uneven. He's good in some parts. Uh, I think one of his bigger scenes was a bit difficult probably would have been difficult to direct to because it's a bunch of kids in that yeah, yeah. room all at once so right. yeah kids stay focused <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> everybody those, those those twins were super annoying oh my. Yeah. well and and very creepy yeah. as well yeah. um twins in a horror movie <laughs> test. Not, never a good thing Ugh. um so okay so you're not a, you're not a huge fan of horror but this one worked for you yeah okay. yeah i i wouldn't recommend it to everyone really but I would say, because not everybody necessarily, and I could even feel it in the theater, mm-hmm. the way that movie ends, it's not what people are expecting, or they were expecting maybe something to go further after what happens in the okay. end. Yeah, yeah. That felt a bit abrupt, but a lot of festival movies kind of end in that kind of way. Like, here's the thing, and then you'll get your, you know, your classic, and then my denouement, and then my yeah. after credit sting, or whatever. <laughs> you know, there were there were a lot of people that were still sitting there as the credits were coming up. And don't get me wrong, I was able to just grab my bag and go because I'd already seen it once, and I knew that was it. But mm-hmm. as I was like kind of walking along, and everybody was just stark still, I, I was thinking to myself one of two things: I was like, do they think this is a Marvel movie, and like Nick Fury's gonna walk out from that cabin in a minute? Because you know, I've got news for you people, or are they all just like really stunned? Um, and I, I wasn't sure. I I liked this movie a lot when I saw it back at TIFF. I liked it even that little bit more uh, when I watched it again last night. Um, I was able to kind of start focusing in on, on detail. This is, uh, I got into a conversation, I think you were even at the table when we were, to, I know you were at the table when we were talking about what kind of horror and what kind of like disturbing movies I like and what I don't go for. Um, and I don't go for movies that are exploitative to be so. I, I, I know that there's a craft to it and I know that there's a level of fun involved with gore. Um, I don't really go in for that. This is kind of gory, mm-hmm. you know, in moments. It's, it's, it's not something where I'd say 
everybody's going to be like deeply deeply disturbed but there's some stuff if you're like if you just take a second and you think this just happened i just watched this happen in like the opening 15 minutes yeah there's something that takes place and i'm like they cut away from the gore though in a lot of or you know right but you're you filled it in yeah and that's and that is what affects me so i i really i dug this movie more this time but I know what you're saying. I would be selective on who I'd recommend it to. If I was just pointing somebody to go see something this weekend, I don't know that I'd send them towards The Witch. But I'd just I might... go see Deadpool. Tell yeah. them to go see Deadpool. Yeah. Even if they've seen it, just go watch Deadpool again. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not even, right if somebody was in the mood for something stupid, I might even just send them towards Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies over over this. But I did, like, I really, if they said to me, you know, what's something off the trail? Oh, yay, we'll go see The Witch. Um... You mentioned um, the punishing of women, which kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that this movie is very, very much a Christian story, a Puritan story. And what was that if not a time of deep, deep, deep sexual repression? Mm-hmm. You know, for, for the women, of course. The guys, do what you want. Um, so when you're saying that you're not big in the horror, like, do you even go back to like some of the '70s and '60s horrors? Have you seen some of those, the ones that were way more well, sexually Texas and Chris- Chainsaw Massacre kind that, of? Or, but I like when I the movies that were coming to mind when I saw this for a couple reasons: one, because you got the Christian stuff; two, because as you mentioned, you got the the woman stuff; and three, because you've got the um, the low boil of it all was more stuff like Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Yeah, it's been a really long time since I... Oh, that movie's messed up. The older we get, the yeah. more messed up it seems. Interesting. Yeah, it, it's been a while since I don't... I don't tend to rewatch horror a lot either. When I was younger, I read more. Oh, okay. Or not, I mean, Stephen King. I read a lot of Stephen King. More to short stories as opposed to the actual novels. Mm-hmm. Loved the short stories. And a lot of those they've made into movies. Mm-hmm. So... The collection, the Night Shift collection, uh, Skeleton Crew, and Nightmares and Dreamscapes, those three had a lot of stories that ended up becoming films. And some of the creepiest stories that I've read over and over again that really still stick with me, but in terms of watching films, not that many. And again, in some cases, I would just watch whatever movie was being made out of a Stephen King book or story. But that was more opportunity as well. Because if I was going to go to a movie under a certain age, I'd have to go with my sister or somebody else. Yeah. So if she didn't want to see horror, then I wasn't going to see it. I, just, I was too afraid. Yeah. Up until very recently, up until like just like six or seven years ago, I couldn't do it. Um, but the ones that have landed the best for me, like I've, I've since started playing catch up. And this is one that I would drop into this pile are the ones that play on on. on like repression and on that kind as i said like that that deep deep belief and i don't i don't mean to sound like i'm knocking it because i know that there's a lot of people who've got through a lot of shit with their with their belief in god but that belief that it'll all be okay if we just pray harder yeah and you know and this is a family that is praying with all of their might and it's like you know what he ain't coming God, like, God is not helping you out of this. You are losing child after child after child, mm-hmm. and you're just, you know, like everything is uh, just hold hands, kids, and let's pray harder. And you want you want to say to them, you are out in the middle of nowhere. You're basically being kept warm by mud and straw, yeah. and I have no idea what in the world they're eating. This is that. That's the thing. Like that to me is scarier than anything that's out in the woods. Yeah, they did look a bit too healthy, but it's not like you can say it to someone starve your child, <laughs> and it's not like they had probably budget to you know make them look more underfed and yeah. But post. it's no, it, it it's there. So there's that on the one hand, but I, I want to talk about like what you brought in off the top of the idea of of punishing the sexual awakening because I I almost feel like they both get punished. Like, you know, the boy gets punished. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because... And I can actually hear the people by me going, is that his sister? (laughs) Because we should say, there's a scene in this movie where um, Caleb is the second youngest son... Sorry, the second oldest son. He's like 12, Mm -hmm. thereabouts. And they're washing their clothes at the rivers at the creekside, and he's just kind of sneaking glances at, like, his sister's collarbone. Not even anything really explicit but like you know you can see like a really wee bit of the top of her cleavage he does it in the morning too when she's sleeping earlier in the movie right yeah okay so 
and, and it's like it's the kind of thing that you know you'd hear like a psychologist say it's natural yeah but it, it's you know it's the kids growing up you know right. and, and it's just like things are clicking into place that weren't but, it is natural but that they focused on it on him doing it wait like, so the, you think like that... the movie seemed to make a point of he you're right like he's also being punishing punished for sexuality awakening so yeah. maybe it's not just the women it's just in general it's sort of like sexuality came into their lives in a way that would be not okay and then certainly not for this society yeah. right? because for this society it's just it's like you know keep yourself chaste until marriage and you know then apparently go crazy yeah right because you know they got they got four already and they got a fifth that starts the movie with them mm-hmm. um the crazy thing as well kind of to that end is when Caleb get, Caleb goes into the woods and Caleb gets taken because there is a witch in this movie it's not just figurative and it's not just you know she's out there um and we never the th- one of the things I love about this movie is the witch seems to be um very very fluid in terms of what her physical demeanor is like yeah. the, the, I thought that was cool because mm-hmm. there's sometimes where she's this like really hot dark haired mid-twenties woman in a red cloak like let's just drive it that much further and put her in a red cloak yes and then there's other the other time where she's the prototype like a crone yeah yeah and and and, and yeah she's in a cottage in the woods right like like let's just get some breadcrumbs yeah. going um so so there is a witch and she's fluid in what she looks like but when she lures caleb in the one of the last acts is she lures him in with a kiss and okay kid you've been looking at your sister's goodies this is what like this is what you where you want it to go clearly so come here and that's like the yeah. last thing that he experiences that's that's messed up yeah absolutely there was more stuff with her wasn't there as far as like her maturity and her being punished well she was coming of an age where they were going to possibly ship her off somewhere right yeah so and and yeah and then that's and that yeah and, and she hears it too yeah well that's that's the other crazy thing about this movie when it's 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 a one it's maybe a two room hut, you know, and and they're talking about sending off their daughter. Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, the, no. the, all four kids are awake. Well, it shouldn't matter what she wants. She shouldn't be allowed to disobey anyway, right? So whether she hears or not, it's not her choice. No. Yeah. And that and that yeah and then and then that's the thing like when she's gonna get shipped off, what's gonna yeah why why wouldn't she start because she starts playing up that she is a witch yeah so why not yeah. And the other thing, too, was the pride, the father's pride, which he also admits to uh, in one of his more momentous scenes. Mm-hmm. Even at the beginning of the movie, as they're leaving town, it seems like he had an option that he didn't exercise. And yeah. now you could look at it like he's living persecution, or you could look at it like he's stubborn and not making good choices which is another classic horror movie trope you know yeah. don't go in there don't go down those stairs don't go up those stairs yeah don't don't, don't go anywhere near yeah. stairs yeah. if you're in a horror don't movie. do that thing yeah. or if bodies are dropping stop doing the thing that started the bodies dropping in the first place go yeah. back to town hat in hand and beg to be let back yeah and he's and he's a lot like that for yeah. sure um how do you do with the movies this is a kind of movie that i you know we were saying that a lot of people aren't gonna necessarily gravitate towards it how do you do with the movies where it's more about um, tone and suggestion than it is about what you see? Because there's a lot of moments where we spend hanging on, like you were saying, hanging on somebody's face and hearing like branches rustle, you know, or hearing footsteps behind. And then you turn and you maybe get like half a second of payoff. Do you dig that or do you find that that is like all teasing and no, not I like that. Boots? I like the occasional suggestion that I'm intelligent enough or awake enough as a viewer to fill in those gaps and not need everything you know explained with you know a smash cut and a subtitle of what's happening and where people are and then they were killed yes and then the woods I don't need all of that I'm following along and having it not all completely spelled out makes me stay engaged was there a moment in this movie that you found more messed up 
than anything else. We're, I feel we're like... gonna skirt. But I should tell people we are gonna skirt the last twenty minutes of this movie yeah. because that's when shit really gets real. Yeah. Um. So it could be any any moment within that twenty minutes. I'm sure. I'd say at the very beginning of the movie, though, they sort of set the bar at crazy shit's gonna happen, and they stay there. So. I don't really like when they first get out into the well, woods. After her game of peekaboo. Oh yeah. Yeah, immediately after that. Yeah, yeah. It gets real. It gets real. So even just that game of peekaboo. Yeah. And that's in the trailer. Like, yeah, yeah. The baby. So she's she's playing. You know, as, as people do, she's playing peekaboo with the baby in a basket, like trying to make him coo, and just looking after the kid. And she gets like to the third one, and in the. I don't know, 10 seconds maybe that she had her face covered. The kid's gone. That is, that is, that one, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Two, that is messed up and very dark. And then she just, she like looks around and the only thing we hear is like we, we see like a, a rustling in a tree kind of move. You don't see any, like no idea where, where he went or why. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is, that, that's a pretty messed up moment. There's a lot of weird shit with animals in this movie. That, that, make, that, that, that Black Philip, that was. And why do you have to be black? But. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, I, yeah, yeah. The, so there's a goat. There's a sent, a, a possibly sentient goat. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a possibly sentient bunny. We know that the dog is an idiot. Um, so yeah, we're not about him. Ugh. Yeah. Um, later on, we get something with a crow. And yeah, most of the bad animals are dark. Dark. Oh, see, we've just we've gone to a bad mm. place now. Um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 the rabbit, the rabbit that they try to hunt and gets away twice. He gets away once, and then the other time he's waiting for him. Right? He's like he's hanging out in their little yeah. stable. Um, but the, you look in the eyes of that rabbit, and you know something ain't right. I kind of wonder maybe there's more than one witch, as opposed to one shape shifting witch. And then maybe the rabbit's just one of the witches. That's but possible. Whatever. Like one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like each each animal represents something different. Like we know the goat represents something that we find out in the end. Yeah. But yeah, the rabbit could be one could be one witch. The oh yeah. But every time you see an animal that's like up to something, that's that's where I usually feel like this is messed up. Um, it's like a prequel to Animal Farm. Yeah, we've kind of danced around it. There is some grisly stuff in this movie. Um, so as I said, like right off the top, um, but a lot of it directed towards the children. Why are children in horror movies such assholes? I don't get. Like, is it just because? I was gonna say, you know what? I was actually just gonna ask if it's because children in general are pretty sweet, but I think children are assholes anyway. Like, I they, you get three of them together, and I always think they're up to something. But in horror specifically. It ups the stakes so dramatically. Why? If something happens to a child because oh, okay. they're supposed to be innocent, allegedly. Right. Although, again, so that, we don't the creepy twins t- are... We, yeah. I was glad to see them gone. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible, right? That's terrible. But, yeah, so that lets you know everyone's in mortal peril. I think with snakes on a plane, mm-hmm. I was anxiously anticipating a baby being swallowed by a snake just like a baby shaped bulge in a snake's belly standing up <laughs> yeah <laughs> Again, I just like, think putting a baby in a situation that you know where there's peril you know instantly sort of the level of gore that movie's gonna hit if something happens to like the youngest child oh yeah the like the least able to defend itself yeah like you you would almost expect in this kind of story that um that she that that the youngest daughter, um, I keep botching names. That Thomason and the baby are going to be the last two standing. Yeah. Right. No. 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 Thomas, like baby, baby's gone real quick. Yeah. That that should really really set the stage. Now I, I I think it's it's one of those things that we think, you know, to 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 steal the Simpsons quote, nobody ever suspects the butterfly. So why why not make the child a dick or yeah. or a source of evil or, or right. a source of peril. Yeah, that that's one of those tropes. Um, I I dug this movie. I dug this movie a lot, and I would, if somebody wanted to, to as I said, to go to one of those really still and eerie horror movies, I think that this is one that they could do. It's not long. It's like ninety minutes. Yeah. And the great thing is that every, oh, what a treat! To right. Watch a normal length movie. And the cool thing is, every thirty minutes, shit gets real. Yeah. You know, if you if you if you need to go to get a snack, just set a timer. Make sure you're back on the couch at the thirty minute mark. 
Uh, and yet it's kind of crazy because you mentioned as well the end of the movie. Uh, we're not going to get spoilerific about the end of the movie, but more than uh, twice, actually, it feels like the movie could have ended. Yeah. There's there's a moment where you're like, okay, well, I guess that's it. And mm-hmm. then it fades back up and she kind of goes and she moves her locale. It's like, oh, oh, oh I guess, I guess oh. that's it. Yeah. And then, no, we fade back up and mm-hmm. then we just fire the gun empty. Um, we usually end these movies, and I, I kind of sprung this on you, so I apologize if you got to think about it for a second. Um, we usually end our reviews with a souvenir, something tangible or intangible that if you could, you would take from the world of the witch and keep. Um, do you, do you think? Can you think of a single souvenir uh, from the witch? One of her outfits, I really liked her little. Uh, I don't know if it was a pinkish or kind of. It was a nice little jacket number. It just yeah, looked, yeah. It looked looked real sharp, considering okay. that they're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's, it, you know, a little, little bit of color against all that gray. Yeah, there were, this this could have been a black and white movie. Yeah. Well, we didn't mention that during the main review, but that was the yeah. other thing I thought really, like, this thing looks cool. Actually, changing my answer, sure. she had a, a device for stabbing. I'm not sure exactly what kind of cutting tool that was. Yeah, yeah. That was used later in the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, that one. That looked easy to carry and conceal. Yep. And wicked sharp. Yeah, I, I, I do think that that is pretty damn cool. I think I'd want a kiss from the witch because if you gotta go, and you know what? Here's my thing: if you gotta go, that's how that's how I want to go. You see, you've seen Goldeneye, right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you remember that mo- scene in the beginning where Famke Jansen squeezes the guy to death with her thighs? I've always said if I gotta go unex- unexpectedly, that's how I want to go. Or um, or Gina Carano's. Yeah, thighs I was gonna say Haywire. Yeah, yeah that, that's the dream right yeah. there. So I want a kiss from the witch, and then just take me out. All right. That's that's my souvenir. Um, we rate here on the matinee cast on a scale of one to four stars. Petula, what do you give? I'm gonna give it three and a half. Nice. Okay, so you're you're more you're more plus on it than you thought. I liked. I think when I go in with really low expectations, though, my ratings tend to be higher. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this movie is sold very strangely. Yeah, this movie is sold far more frenetic than it is. So be warned, people. This is a low boil. It's a quick low boil. Yeah, it's it's kind of you know a fast simmer. It's not making a lot of money right now either. Deadpool's uh, still crushing the box office. It didn't cost a lot of money though. Yeah. So you know, uh, in, in relatively, it's all it's all good. Um, well, there we go. We could both we could both be wrong. I do know people who do not like this movie, especially because of its end that we haven't talked about. Um, and I do know people who absolutely adore this movie. Let me know. Ryan at the matinee.ca Twitter, or I'm matinee underscore CA, or Facebook.com slash dark matinee. What do you think Come on, right back after this. We're going to flip the record over and conjoin the other side, like we did in last episode, right after this break. Take it on the other side. Take it on the other side. back Batula from inatiff.com I'm Ryan McNeil and we're talking about uh, the other side films that we thought about in relation that might make uh, for uh, either recovery material or uh, further reading after uh, going through um, the forest with the witch the first one that I came up with um, I which I, I mentioned with you know the stillness of, of this kind of thing was the Blair Witch Project um, for obvious reasons, of course, but mostly for the reason that this is one of those movies that made a lot of money and got a lot of reputation for not a lot actually happening. Mm-hmm. And that was helped in large part because it was all handheld, right? That, Like I said earlier, that, that kind of thing is my jam. Uh, there, That's actually a movie. I can't get to the end of that movie. The last, I'm getting chills just talking about it. The last scene in that movie is terrifying to me that last vision not even just the last visual and i don't know why i'm playing fast and loose with the facts on a movie that's almost 20 years old yeah um but i just in the odd chance that somebody hasn't seen the blair witch project i don't want to spoil that last moment but uh suffice it to say somebody goes into a space and it's that journey into the space where you're looking around I'm like, ah, and that that's the kind of thing that always gets me. You've seen that, I'm sure. You've seen yeah. Blair Witch? I saw it in the theater, and I didn't get that same feeling of vertigo that other people describe. No, I didn't get that. No, no. Camera movement. I understand 
if you get that, but I didn't. So I was okay with the kind of shaky cam thing. It was kind of the beginning of shaky cam. Yeah. Back yeah. in 99. So I don't know how, somebody couldn't handle that. I don't know if they could handle hardcore, no. which I think is coming out under different, slightly different name, Hardcore Henry or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that movement. But, you know, Blair Witch, again, is just a, oh, we're doing something dumb and we're going to keep doing it until, you know, things keep getting worse. But that one I sort of get under as soon as you get under the guise of because we're making a film. Yes. Or because we're covering the story. That's where that's the only time I'll give you a blank pass. Yeah. Because you're serving a greater master. You know, if you're just wandering along and you keep going into the forest despite these little stick figures showing up and your friends disappearing. Yeah, that's saying when you're going through hell, keep going. Not good advice. Terrible. Actually <laughs> Turn terrible. Turn around. Advice. Yeah. Get the heck out of hell. Yeah, and l- unless you have reached the sign that says you are now halfway through hell. Yeah. At that point, yes, keep going. You may as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and, okay, so now we're, because at the time there was a lot of people who, same as the witch, where they said, oh, that's not very scary. And, of course, scary is so damn subjective, right? Did that one freak you out, or did that Blair one? Blair Witch? Yeah. I, it did, it did. Was there any, do you remember anything? Was it again? Was it the it end? Was, it was closer to the end, yeah. yeah. But it's also that feeling with the closely held um, shaky cam. Yeah, yeah. You can't see what's happening around them. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of it was the sounds that you heard off camera. Yeah. Not knowing what was happening. You know, that whole, what was that, what was that? that yeah. Every movie, every horror movie. Do you, is, do you? That kind of freaked me out even more. Like the what they did with sounds of movement off camera. Mm-hmm. Do you like? Do you growing up or, or or even now? Like, do you spend a lot of time like in the bush? No. Okay. Do not camp. Okay, for reasons like this. Or? For reasons like my parents left a third world country so I could live in a place with walls and a roof. <laughs> why am I gonna? Why go are you s- gonna go do that? Yeah, would, why, would that's not fun for you. I don't understand. No, no. I, I don't well, understand see, camping. See, because here's the thing: because I, I I grew up doing that, right? And every now and then, like I'll go out to a, a cottage. It's out in the middle of nowhere, not one of these like really plush Muskoka joints, but like a one that's the, the my favorite. Are the one with the bathroom outside. Um, yeah, yeah. Nobody can see, but I just got a beautiful eyebrow raise. I'm me. just... <laughs> I also feel like that's some man stuff, too. Just the whole mechanics of oh, no, like it, number it, one and two for ladies but I mean, no, requires there's, there's, sitting. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, it's it's it's, it's, yeah. its own little shack, right? Which, yeah, yeah okay. Sounds okay. delightful. Yeah, right? Yeah. But that's... The, because, so because I camped, yeah. those little woods noises, you know, and your imagination getting carried away with you... It works for the witch, for Blair Witch Project. Any movie that's set out in the in the forest, they it lands. Yeah, that's the real horror for me. The idea of <laughs> to sleep outside. <laughs> what? Bug. I, I did a house start a fire. What? Did a houseboat thing with some friends in the summer, and that was as close to camping as I'd ever want to get. And still, just covered in mosquito bites, like the one foot that was slightly exposed. And just thought people do this and yeah. do this for longer. And you, know, you, you get back to nature. You get more more in touch with who you are as a person. And there's the, I, I so wish I could like insert a little sound effect of your eyebrow going up. Like, I, you know, I have some rock like issues with my eyebrows. They're either, <laughs> no, no, it's working. Either doing straight up cube, ice cube face, or you know, sardonic rock. It's awesome. Yes. Uh, what came to mind for you when you were watching The Witch? Weirdly Practical Magic. What? Okay, give me a second here. Oh, oh don't worry. <laughs> so the mic is yours, my friend. I'm imagining... Okay, I made up this whole narrative in my head for a possible explanation for some of the stories that this movie could have been based on. Because okay. it's an amalgam of folktales. Yeah. If this town and other towns had a similar approach to if you disagree with us or you do something deviant then get out into the woods with you any kind of gathering of even widows of dumb husbands and they decide hey let's just all live together out in the woods they'd probably be viewed as a bunch of witches yeah okay okay so i kind of said if you take that you know fast forward it to modern day there's your uh, older sisters from Practical Magic. <laughs> so not the Sarah, uh, not the Sandra Bullock and the Nicole Kidman characters, but the their aunts. But okay, yeah, so, I kind so, of so thought those. like, you know, a bunch of women on their own, or a bunch of women doing something suspicious alone in the woods, 
back then they would be branded as witches, but now it would just be like, oh, it's a commune or something, or you know, maybe they're I making can, can, you know vegan products or yeah, making yeah, their own yeah, soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can like, I jeez, I can only imagine. Like, it, it is not hard to understand why why homosexuality was like deep in the closet back then because not so much because of you know what they would have thought of you know it must be a man and a woman no it's like hey, no they, they witches yeah you know yeah, two, two of them together they witches and there's no infrastructure for his family after he eventually passes after he's made this dumb decision even for you know marrying the kids off like how, how do they there's no mixers there's no no you know, barn yeah, raisings yeah. out no, there yeah, where they you're are. gonna have to either go back to the town or bring the town to you and not only that but yeah, yeah. this guy he's he's borderline useless yeah so if the girl children survive because in general the men would be doing more dangerous activities you know hunting you know setting traps whatever more likely to die of an accident then what happens to a bunch of women alone in the woods they'll have to figure out a way to live get their protein somehow yeah <laughs> Babies are delicious. <laughs> Start talking to the goat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the other one I talked, uh, the other one that came to mind, um, it was one of those 70s movies. Then um, I'm going to call it up because I do not want to botch what happens in this movie because this movie is insane. Um, I don't know if you saw it or not because they showed it at TIFF um, with uh, Guillermo del Toro presenting it a few months ago. Actually, it might have even been a year ago. Um, have you seen or heard of a movie called The Devils? No. From 1971. So Ken Russell movie. Um, he, like Ken Russell, he did uh, he did Tommy, like the old Tommy with uh, with Anne Margaret. Very very much like a schlocky, shocky director. Um, and the movie is about this one French town, um, basically getting taken over very catholic town getting taken over by protestants and there's a catholic town so there's a nunnery and one of the ways they figure out to convince the town like the 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 occupiers that this needs taking over is to say these nuns have gone insane these nuns have gone sexually batshit insane and he and they basically like incite an orgy in this nunnery. Is it just that perhaps their cycles synced up? <laughs> I've I heard. imagine for a man that's what it would look like. Something like that? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the same sort of... And, and, and there's all kinds. Uh, oh, and, and there's a priest. There is a priest who is actually stirring things up somewhat... Somewhat. Uh, completely counter to his vows. So they're basically... They're playing on that. That's the thing. The Protestants are playing on... This priest doesn't know what he's doing, and he's a Lothario who's messing with the nuns. The nuns are an easy target. Just, you know, get them going, and odds are they're just going to go loose. We need to take over this town. It's incredible. It is, it's, it's the complete opposite of the witch in that you see so damn much. Right, and that kind of sounds fun. It's incredible. I kind of want to see that. Yeah, it's it's but the the main the 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 Pope at the time is portrayed like a rock star. Like he looks. Imagine Mick Jagger in his prime sitting in the Vatican throne. It's bananas. Um, Vanessa Redgrave is the head nun at the nunnery, but she has a hunch. So every Ooh. time she's talking, she's looking at you. Her face is like almost people can't see that I'm doing this, but like almost ninety degrees on a tilt. And of course, like Vanessa Redgrave, she has like these really blue expressive eyes. So this face, just on its side, talking to you, like staring right at you, completely covered by habit. Yeah, if somebody if somebody watched The Witch and they're like, "Nah, that was too moot." Look for the devils. It's kind of hard to find now. Yeah. Um, but there's and and the <laughs> the print that they bought to Lightbox last year when they showed it, it twice busted, and like everybody was going nuts because like one of the few prints that survives of this movie because Warner just doesn't really want to have a whole lot to do with it. I think it might have finally hit Blu-ray recently. But yeah, that's the thing I love. The movies where the priest or the nuns or that kind of thing are complete hypocrites Yeah, I think is incredible. So the other movie yeah, that yeah. I thought about was Mosquito Coast. where I've never seen that one. A dad makes a dumb choice okay. takes his family somewhere super remote and it's not a horror. It's more kind of like a psychological. If you think of, you know, Swiss Family Robinson crossed with Apocalypse Now, that's more 
Wet mosquito. Wow. <laughs> awesome. And that's Harrison Ford. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Was it River Phoenix? Oh. Or keep talking. It I'll may have been River yeah, Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, and it's just you know they go to a remote place, and it's not a great choice for the family. Yeah. <laughs> to 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 say the least. Yeah. Um, does that one go crazy? Oh, that one's Peter Weir directed that. It is River Phoenix is the son. Uh, Martha Plimpton is in that? Is she like daughter? daughter? Yeah. Oh, wow. And Helen Mirren is the mom? I gotta see this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so tell that's me. A, that's a deep cut. I actually don't remember that much of the details of it. It was just, again, that feeling of being mad at the father. Was, what else? Oh, right. Mosquito Coast. He, in terms leaves, of he leaves the United States to try and find a happier and simpler life in the jungles of Central America. See, okay. This Bad is choices. Now, okay. Now, here's the thing. When you were saying earlier, you don't get the idea of going camping because we went to metropolises to get away from that kind of life. At the same time, I'm looking like, hey, listen, sometimes it's nice for a few days. This guy's got issues. Right. Okay. This is the guy who you should be arching your eyebrow at. Exactly. Not me who says it's all right to pee outside. <laughs> Ugh, okay. I mean, if you've had a lot of beers and you can't get to a washroom, that's the only time it's, it's okay the, to again, pee outside. You get a little shed. It's, they carve out a little crescent-shaped moon on it. Sure. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I think you might like this movie. And, and and again, because, yeah, because you've got... It's it's kind of the opposite of Father Knows Best, right? It's a lot of times Father doesn't know shit. And, was, and meanwhile was, gets gets his family into a dumb situation. And it's sort of in that middle act for Harrison Ford as well. So he's become Harrison Ford, but not quite yet, you know, Air Force One Harrison Ford. It's before... It's the, after the pretty boy, but before he becomes grumpy. Yes, and I Where think he's he becomes kind of grizzled. This grumpy. is around the time of Witness. You ever see Witness? Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think he also got upset that he has to constantly play almost a parody of his younger self. <laughs> I'd be annoyed if, hey, you have to do this, and we'll give you tons and tons of money, and wear an outfit that you looked awesome in like thirty years ago, and then see yourself on film. You know, I don't want to put on my old prom dress. I looked great in it then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to yeah. wear the same dress four sizes bigger. Well, but then, like, I, I guess what I don't get about Ford is just go be a carpenter then. Yeah. Like, why is he still, one, he, the guy's made more money than God. Why does he need to still keep working? I guess maybe he likes the work. Well, as somebody who's sitting around the house a lot right now, I can understand eventually realizing no, you need he, to leave the house. Sure, but yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, he started as a carpenter, right? Like, he he notoriously got pulled off of doing a contracting job mm -hmm. to say hey do you mind auditioning just go back. obviously you dig it just go back and do it or fly planes and stuff yeah no 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 more planes no uh, you know celebrities and planes i think it we've doesn't really well. shown yeah. that they should not be how far have we come we have people now who can do that for us i know it's fun it's fun to be in a plane and steer the air. I, I am flying. It must be awesome. Like, why would you keep doing something that you'll probably die doing unless yeah. it's super, yeah, super fun? Yeah, going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, were there any other? Like, those are the two that yeah. came to my Yeah, yeah that, that was one? it for me. Yeah. No, these two are, very different movies. Yeah, but all, like all of them. Like, there's no, it's not, it's not like we could, like, program a series, right? Although it yeah. would be kind of a cool series of start with that and say, all right, here's what we thought of and now good, have fun. And we could just kind of make it progressively weirder and weirder like i think i'd almost want to start with practical magic and then like end with the devils or yeah something, you know? yeah oh this would be great um well thank you so much for seeing this crazy scary movie it and was for coming fun on again um that is episode 153 of the matinee cast come on back on monday march 7th for episode 154 now we might be talking about the tina fey movie but i'm not entirely sure so uh come on over and see what happens when we uh open up this unlabeled can it could be lunch meat could be peaches who knows <laughs> Batula is at inatiff.com uh you guys got anything on your episodes coming up you guys you, you must be doing a post oscar episode after we after will be doing weekend. a post oscar but the next one that we're recording that's going to be up in a couple weeks is actually something i want to do for a while i hope we end up getting to do it it's talking about the tiff website specifically but there's still I a want lot to hear that could this be done for sure yeah. uh, especially like with you three talking about it and i will want to hear your yeah. after oscar yeah. episode because I, I as we said on your show i there there's so much stuff up in the air this year uh, not to mention the fact that chris rock is hosting i know on the year that oscar's so white i this... would not have, i would not be watching at all if he wasn't hosting that's the thing but i just want to see yeah 
And I want to see if the weekend's on screen for 90% of the jokes because there might not be that many black people in the audience because yeah. they always cut to black people always. when Chris Rock yeah. or Whoopi or whoever is hosting. They so, usually cut to Spielberg for the Jewish jokes. Yeah. Like almost always. Yeah. Yeah. So this year, as opposed to having your option of your, you know, Will and Jada and whoever else. Is Oprah going? Cause they... I don't know. But for sure, the weekend, it seems like he's going to show up since he was nominated. Yeah. So he may be on camera a lot. Also. Too bad for whoever sits behind him because of that hair. They're going to see. Yeah, they're going to have a pretty shitty view. If people want to follow you on Twitter, where can they find you? Obesa Kantawit. Spell that for people. O-B-E-S-A-C-A-N-T-A-V-I-T. And it means the fat lady has some. Absolutely. Only slightly very pretentious. My site is thematinee.ca. For more audio content, you can find back episodes by going to thematinee.ca slash podcasting. You can also find them on Pocket Cast, Stitcher Radio, Blueberry, uh, Apple's podcasting app, and the iTunes Store. Everything gives you any ways to subscribe for free and get alerts when new episodes drop. Feedback on The Witch, on any of those crazy movies that we want to program as an other side or just on life in general, uh, can be left at... Uh, Ryan at thematinee.ca find me on Instagram I, I do post a little picture when a new episode goes up so if you want to leave a comment there I'm matinee underscore CA Twitter I'm also matinee underscore CA and facebook.com slash darkmatinee any final thoughts before we send you off to your party I'd like to know if anybody actually watches Mosquito Coast what they think so please put that on Ryan's site on the comments let me know and we did talk about how March is a dark time I would say for anyone Go back to Ryan's year-end review and watch something that maybe you didn't see because that was a really good one. There we go. Yeah, there was. There's. That's the thing I always dig about Oscar time is at least some of this stuff is becoming a little bit more readily available. You know, I, shit. The short film that I call one of my favorites of the year. One, it got nominated for best animated short, World of Tomorrow. Two, it's now on Netflix. Yeah. So you know, you got 15 minutes to kill. Hey, go watch it now. A lot of this stuff is is filtering through. So you're right. It, it, at the very least. While you're yeah, waiting. some of the stuff that you mentioned is already on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So there we go, folks. For Petula, I'm Ryan. We'll see you at the matinee. Peace.